Hello, you're listening to Artspin on Sin Nation with me, Christian, today. And I'm very ha- happy to be joined um, via a Facebook call by Darius DeVass, who's here to talk to us um, about the short documentary, documentary he's working on uh, called Clinton's Walk for Justice. Thanks so much for joining us today, Darius. You're very welcome. Yeah, so can you, um, can you tell us well, yeah, what it's been like to work on this project and um, like where it started and um, how, how long it's been going for and um, I guess the, like the highs and lows along the way so far? Sure thing, yeah. Uh, my involvement in the project's been for about a year now. I think back in January I, I read a, a change.org petition um, sort of reaching out for, for support for Clinton and I was just fascinated to read about his journey. At that point, he'd just sort of walk through the middle of the desert in, in summer, and um, and I, I just was like, wow, what, what, what's this about? And um, fascinated to sort of hear that, you know, basically his his mission was to to walk from his home in Perth to to Canberra as as a protest for um, Indigenous people around Australia and uh, and and a, a variety of different. Uh, causes that he he was championing initially starting off with the with the forced closures of communities in wa so i was yeah i was just sort of fascinated by uh what would uh compel someone to put themselves into such sort of extreme conditions and um and i also thought it would be a really powerful story to tell of um you know an inspiring young indigenous activist and 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 leader for sure yeah so um what are you hoping for when the film is completed at last? Um, what are you hoping it will do for like other Indigenous young people like Clinton? Oh, look, I, I I never try and sort of put too too much sort of expectation on on any sort of grandiose achievements about what my film might be able to do. But at the same time, I think it's um it's powerful to to be able to to share such an inspiring story and 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 let it do whatever it does. Like it's I, I wouldn't want to assume that it's going to have this big impact on the world or, or Indigenous youth, but I, I can I can definitely say that uh, I feel um, a degree of pride to be able to to be able to share his story with with a wider audience, and, and particularly with um, you know I've I've submitted the film to a bunch of film festivals, and um, I'm particularly hopeful that it will get into the Berlin Film Festival and, uh, you know, to be able to share his story at a festival of that sort of scope and, and, and get some awareness over Indigenous issues on an international stage would be would be very uh, significant for me to be able to feel like I've contributed in that way. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, so I guess what, what do you feel is really sort of lacking and not just the kind of national like understanding of Australia's indigenous population but the the international understanding um or you know perception rather where do you think the gaps are or um, where do you think people need to be educated that's a big question um I think I I I think in general people tend to uh be kind of just like I I I think society is is so under the pump to just kind of keep the mortgage being paid and uh, the job being done and, and, and sort of like there's so much pressure in the world today that people don't look up beyond their own little bubbles. And I think um, I, I can't really comment too much on an international level, but, but in Australia I feel like, you know, we as, uh, well, I, I should say I as a, um, as, as a, as a white Australian um, 
and and certainly in the past have have, have been kind of quite ignorant to the the plight and the um, the issues that Indigenous Australians face and to be able to have the opportunity not only to, to shed a little bit of light on that with my film but also through the process of making the film um, it's been uh, an incredible learning opportunity and, a, and an opportunity to meet a lot of really inspiring Indigenous leaders and, and elders that I was able to encounter along the way of making the film as, as well as obviously spending time with Clinton too. Mm. So the elders sort of around, like Clinton being the main focus, but um, uh, the other characters, I guess, sort of in the documentary. What, what's, Correct. Yeah. Um, thank you. What, what, what's been there? Um, well, connection to Clinton and um, I guess like how, how have you found them as, as you were sort of following Clinton's story? Uh, well, look, Clinton kind of was, uh, became sort of like a figurehead for being able to champion a variety of different issues uh, when he got to Canberra and was able to, to meet with the Prime Minister. And through that, he sort of brought together various um, Indigenous elders and leaders from around the country to kind of have a, I guess, a unified voice in, in meeting with uh, not only the Prime Minister but various um, sort of key members of Parliament. And um, and so through that experience, I just got to to hear their perspective and thoughts on on a variety of different issues and as well as just to see the the, the passion and the commitment they have to uh, creating change for Indigenous Australians. And yeah, it's just, it's an incredibly challenging uphill battle that they face and they uh, are so committed and passionate and connected to their culture. It's 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 a mixture of feelings for me. Like it's both really sort of humbling to see to see that commitment um, in the face of such sort of constant adversity, and then and then also yeah, very inspiring to see that 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 connection that they maintain with their culture. Absolutely, yeah. Um, so when did you really start following? Um, yeah, or like I guess like. Time-wise, at least, what's the sort of scope of this documentary? Like, when did you start following Clinton, and um, how sort of far along are you hoping to keep following him for this film? Well, it was a conscious decision of mine that it was just not going to be possible within the parameters of the time that I had to to sort of tell this epic story of of his whole journey. And so, instead, I just chose to sort of narrow in and focus on this sort of final arrival in Canberra as well as some of the, the moment before that. So I sort of started filming him back in July and then met up with him again upon his arrival to Canberra and, and, and with all the interactions that he had with both the um, Aboriginal Tent Embassy and then the Prime Minister and uh, Bill Shorten and, and, and the Governor-General so that I was able to kind of tell... I, I just decided that if I could tell this sort of focalised moment of significance uh, while creating awareness of the, the epic scale of what he'd done, I wasn't going to try and pretend that I could cover all that either. So yeah, that's kind of how it's worked and um, I feel really, I feel like it's, uh, I've been able to tell a really sort of powerful moment in in, in, in amongst this epic journey. Mm. Yeah, that definitely seems to be like a, um, a yeah, a, a smart kind of choice, like cap- capturing a mm. moment that um, is obviously holds significant for like more than just that moment. But um, yeah, rather than trying to 
squash in all these other sort of moments um, within the time frame of a, of a short documentary. So how did you initially put it to Clinton that you, you wanted to make this film about him? Oh, look, to be honest, I just, I just reached out to him on Facebook. I said, look, I'd, I'd really love to, to tell your story. And um, he had some uh, people supporting him, sort of like, I guess, sort of helping him manage all his uh, social media and, and, and sort of logistics of, of the walk that he was doing. And so I got in touch with them at first because he was in the desert at that point and they were very receptive and were incredibly supportive throughout the whole process of making the film. And then um, once Clinton was out of the desert and back in reception, I just had a big long chat with him about first just hearing about what he what his experiences were and then talking a little bit about what I would like to do with the film. And um, Yeah, it was in, in that regard, it was all very um, fluid and, and just kind of happened very organically and naturally. Hmm. So, um, yeah, he was sort of immediately receptive to it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, tell us also about uh, the Documentary Australia um, Foundation uh, and the um, the, camp- the campaign for that. I, I believe you um, you exceeded you ended up exceeding your target um, that you set. That's correct. Yeah. So uh, basically, I um, was very lucky in putting together an application for the Documentary Australia Foundation. Who, who only select a, a very limited number of projects a year to uh, to go through their organisation. And basically what their organisation does is allow allow you to raise finance through them as uh, and, and, and because they're a non-for-profit organisation, it allows any donations to be tax deductible. So basically um, philanthropic support can be offered and, and, and that support can be... Uh, tax deductible, which is a, a really uh, great asset when you're trying to uh, raise finance for a, a small little film like this because it um, it just encourages businesses and uh, potential philanthropic supporters to uh, be able to donate to, to the project. And so, yeah, we, I was it was great to see so many people support the project. And, and from my perspective, you know, it's like I'm... I, I'm really aware that it's like as, as, as flattering as it for me as a filmmaker. It's like it's it's because people really want to actually support important stories like this about Indigenous Australians. So I I'm really glad that people came on board and that we were able to raise all all the capital that we set set out to raise. And um, yeah, but that being said, we we're we're still open to donations if people did want to support the project because it has been an, an incredibly tight budget, and and the more capital that we have, the more interesting things we can do in terms of post production. So yeah, you can visit the the DAF website if you're interested in donating. Mm. Um, congratulations as well uh, on the on the success of the fundraiser. Um, yeah, so that, especially since you you started out funding um, this project from your own pocket, didn't you? Um, Correct. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Leah, what kind of a decision was that to make? Yeah, it was it was a big decision. Um, I I'm sort of at a point in my career where I was, I swore I would never do this again. <laughs> right. <laughs> but um, I again I just I just come back to the fact that I really believed in the project and I I really wanted to um to see it happen and I I, I really believed in what Clinton was doing and therefore wanted to be a part of telling that story and and creating awareness around it. So I just. Yeah, it's that thing of sometimes when you just show up and say, yep, I'm going to do something, um, then things fall into place in, in ways that you couldn't have initially expected. Oh, wow. So, like, uh, 
apart from what you've already mentioned, what are some other, you know, like ways that surprised you where things um, did fall into place, as you said? Well, I guess it's um, it's a lot about the support you get from those around you, you know, and, and people, uh, you know, whether that be on location and someone offering uh, a place to stay for the night or whether that be uh, someone coming and giving us support for, you know, a certain... The, a, a great example was uh, a sound man coming in basically doing a, a shoot for free that we'd agreed to pay for and then some disastrous things happened with some some footage and I was suddenly going to be having to fork out this huge amount of money to to uh, to get something um, resolved and, and he just said, look, don't worry about it, I'll, I'm willing to donate this because I believe in the project. And It's just moments like that where you feel really humbled by um, <laughs> the goodness of... Of, of, of just people in the world because um, it can be overwhelming at times when you're trying to make these projects on the smell of an oily rag. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm sure like it, de- it definitely means a lot to you know to know that you're not doing this alone, of course, and um, and to have people donating to the project in so many different ways, like whether it be mm. through the DAF fund, but but also yeah, whether it you know, be their um, skills as a as one of the sound people on the um, on the set or. Yeah, whatever skills or um, whatever people might have to offer. There's there's many different ways to give, really. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, congratulations again. Thanks so much for chatting with, well, chatting with me today, chatting with Artspin today. Um, and where can people uh, go to to find out more um, information on the film? Yeah, sure. Uh, so if you if you want to uh, subscribe to my uh, social feeds, you can have a look at being here. It's uh, yeah, just being here on Facebook or YouTube or being dot here on uh, Instagram, which is probably where I'm most active. Cool. Thanks again. Uh, best of luck with um, yeah, the the rest of the the future of the film, I suppose. And yeah, for everything else, really, <laughs> all, all your other filmmaking projects as well. All the best. Yeah. Thanks. Appreciate it.